Hi, and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness Podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset, and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us. And I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode nine of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast with me, Erica Webb. Thank you so much for joining me. I wanted to take a second just before I dive into today's topic, just to say a massive thank you. Thank you to everybody who has been listening, everyone who has shared. It really means so much to me. I can't even probably put it into words. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about intention. Last week I talked about the power of our words and today I want to talk about the power of our intention and why we need to know what our intention is when it comes to movement. So I've been thinking about this a lot lately and part of the reason why this has come up in my mind is because as a teacher I have a very particular intention for what I'm trying to show or guide my students through. And that intention isn't the same as the next teacher. And that person's intention isn't necessarily the same as the next. And so intention can be a very personal thing. And we tend to maybe forget that that's an important piece of the puzzle. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about what it even means today. So an intention, if you Google the meaning of intention is basically just a thing that you plan to do, an aim or a plan. And, you know, we, we often think of intentions being like, she, ha- you know, I have the best laid intentions and then not following through. Uh, but that's not what I want to talk about today. What I want to talk about today is when we step onto a yoga mat or when we, you know, step out for a walk or a run or whatever it is that we do with our body, why are we doing it? What is the intention? And this is perhaps you're just like, well, it's because I want to move or I want to exercise or I want to do this or I want to do that. And I wonder if you could go one step deeper because what I see for myself is that what I choose to do for movement each day is very dependent on what it is that I need, what my intention is, what I want to get out of it. And so for me, my yoga practice and my mindful movement on the mat is very much a way of trying to kind of clear the dust, I suppose, between my brain and my body. I'm looking to find a level of conscious control over my body and conscious sort of awareness of my body that is deeper than what I have right now. So every time I step onto the mat, it's like, okay, how can I deepen this relationship? How can I get stronger and clearer and more um, accurate, I suppose, in my control? And that is my intention. That's not everybody's intention stepping onto the yoga mat. And that's the intention that I, I usually bring to my classes as well. Not always, but most of the time. Whereas when I go to walk, my intention is not to be precise. My intention is not necessarily to increase that body-brain connection. 
I just want to move. I want to breathe more deeply. I want to clear my head or be in nature. When I lift some heavy stuff, my intention is to feel strong. I want to do that with precision um, as well, but my intention is to feel strong. So when you step onto the yoga mat, your intention might be just to move without thinking. Your intention might be to feel like you've had a really good stretch at the end. Your intention might be to get stronger. Your intention might be to sweat. Your intention might be to do very little. But they will look very different depending on what your intention is. And so, you know, I talk a lot about habit and why we want to be really conscious of how our movement habits, so these sort of quirky little ways that our body sort of compensates and moves in the world and on the yoga mat, why we would want to be aware of those things if our intention is to have a different physical experience than we're having right now. So if we're having chronic tension, if we find that, you know, no matter what we do, our back's a little bit sore or no matter what we do, we can't get rid of this knot in our shoulder, then, you know, there is a a potential that being conscious of our movement habits and how they play out on the mat would be really beneficial. But if that's not your intention, then maybe it doesn't matter. So I feel like this this conversation could be very circular, but understanding your intention is really important. So when we talk about these movement habits that we have on the mat, what we can see from a physical point of view is that if we're not aware of our movement habits, we can end up in positions that recreate our movement habit over and over again. So for example, if you're the kind of body that loves to to backbend with every single movement, if your back kind of uses itself like a hip or a shoulder, then that will play out over and over and over and over and over again on the mat, whether you intend to do that or not. So if your intention is to not do that, then that is going to look very different than if your intention is to just move without thinking. The physical kind of uh, appearance of that is going to be different. And so understanding what it is you step onto the map for is really important, not only for your own, you know, sort of what you bring to your practice, but also for where you choose to get your instruction or leadership or advice from, because it's going to be really different. One teacher does not suit every body and it would be really challenging if it did. And so, you know, I know I attract people who are looking to get that deeper connection between their body and their brain and wanting to shift some chronic tension and wanting to foster that sense of self-kindness and um, have like a a moment that is like a pause from the doing of the rest of life. But, you know, if your intention is something else, if your intention is to move with speed, if your intention is to sweat, if your intention is to, you know, quote unquote detox, then that is going to look very different. You're going to seek out a different kind of mentor. And so I think that this intention piece is really important. And it also means that we collect like a tool bag or a toolbox of different things that help us deal with different intentions. So I don't expect 
for instance, my yoga and somatic exercise and Pilates practice to serve every intention that I have. Sometimes my intention is simply to sweat. Sometimes my intention is simply to like release anger or um, have that sort of explosive experience of running up a hill or pushing something really hard across the room. And so, you know, I don't, I don't rely on my, my more uh, intentionally slow practices to serve that intention. I have other tools in my toolbox. And I think that this is really important because sometimes we can become very like um, insular, I suppose, in our approach to movement. And we sort of are like, well, I do yoga. And so that's my thing. And it serves all my all my needs. And I just don't think that's true. I, I, I just don't think that's true. Likewise, if you're a runner, running probably doesn't serve all of your needs. And if you lift weights, lifting weights probably doesn't serve every single one of your needs. And so understanding what is the intention of each of these tools and then having like a collection of them that you can draw upon at any given time means that you can serve your intention with more clarity, with more intention right? So hopefully that makes sense. I feel like I've rambled a little bit, but I tend to feel like that anyway. And so I hope that makes sense. And I hope that it gives you a little bit of food for thought to, you know, just take a little moment to pause and be like, well, what is my intention? And as a, as a quick aside from that, our intention sometimes doesn't match between what we think we need and what we actually need. And that could go, I could go on about that for a little bit longer, but I won't. But just consider for a moment that sometimes when we come to our movement practice, what we think we need, what we think our intention is, doesn't always match up with what we actually need. And so part of this process, part of this practice is learning to be clearer in our reading of ourselves. Um, Because sometimes what we need is that soft approach. Sometimes we really need to push ourselves and learning to understand the difference, learning to understand when we have a particular tool that will help us to achieve that, I think is a really valid pursuit. So I hope all of that lands with you. I hope that it at least raises a few questions. As always, I would love you to come over and share with me how this idea lands with you. You can find me over on Instagram. I'm at Erica Webb Yoga. You can find me on Facebook. I'm the same over on Facebook. And you can find me on my website, ericawebbyoga.com.au. I really love having conversations about this sort of stuff. So please don't be shy. Come on over and give me a idea of how that landed for you. And I'm looking forward to talking to you again soon. My next episode will be coming out on Thursday and it is with a guest and I can't wait to share it with you. In the meantime, I hope you are staying well, being kind, and I will talk to you soon. 